are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The magic number has fallen to three. It's so nice. It's so, so nice. All the Cardinals have to do is keep on winning. Another episode being recorded in the middle of a game, the late start over there in the uh, left coast, preventing me from waiting until the game is over. Fatherhood beckons. But currently top of the third, one out. Todd me Edmund at the plate. The Cardinals lead 1-0 because of a Dexter Fowler home run. Carpenter's got a hit in the game so far. Of course, Fowler does. Everybody else, they got some goose eggs going on. Hey, welcome to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Uh, Rate, review, and subscribe in Google and Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio. We're there now. Anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, you're going to find us there. And it is easy peasy, I'm telling you. Good stuff. Uh, and as we uh, get ready for what uh, we're going to talk about on the show today, Paul Goldschmidt currently up to bat at the moment, 0 for 1 on the day, taking that first pitch for a ball. You like how I, like, I call the games. I feel like I should call the game for you. However, we do not have time for that, and I think I don't have express written consent, so the baseball police would most likely come after me. We want to avoid that, if at all necessary. All right, on today's show, we are going to uh, ask a question about the postseason rotation. And we are going to skip ahead a little bit and uh, glare into the crystal ball of the offseason. I uh, posted a question on Twitter uh, just a little bit ago. You can probably vote on it until sometime uh, on the 25th, which is... Today, which is you're listening to it, podcast time is so confusing. I'm recording this as the game's going on on the night of September 24th. You could probably still vote in the poll today as you're listening to this on the 25th. Uh, If you want to call the show, I'd love to hear from you, Uh, especially about some of the things we're going to talk about or just whatever comments you got. 615-499-6690 would be the way to go on that. Uh, So, okay. Uh, let's get to it. Three big things. You haven't done that in a while, right? Number one. So as we said, the Cardinals' magic number, tree, as my Irish niece would say to me. Three is the magic number. Uh, the Cardinals are currently uh, winning against the Diamondbacks. The number will fall to two uh, with that victory if everything holds out. And uh, the Brewers beat the Reds. Four to two. So if they win tonight, the Cardinals, that is, that number will fall to two. Number two. Speaking of number two, really it should be number three because the uh, Cubs, I believe, have eliminated themselves uh, from uh, postseason play. They lost to the hapless Pirates. The Cubs can't catch a break for nothing. Number three. And uh, speaking of our competition, the Brewers uh, keep on doing what they're doing. Like we said, they beat the Reds, and the Cardinals have to keep on doing what they're doing. They have to win out this series. All they have to do, all 
they have to do is get a couple more wins. That's it. And the, the division title will go back to St. Louis for the first time since 2015. You know, I could be wrong on this, but is it is it too much to think that as demoralized as the Cubs are and as bad as the Diamondbacks have been playing, that the Cardinals could win out? I mean, is that too much to ask? I mean, it's probably not going to happen. You know, I imagine the Diamondbacks are going to sneak a win in there maybe tomorrow, maybe today. It's a one nothing, a one nothing game is uh, scary if you're a Cardinals fan because you want those other teams to uh, to most certainly <laughs> be. You want a little more insurance. You want that offense to come through and give you a little more insurance uh, when you when you're. When you're on the mound. And Jack Flaherty's got to be thinking to himself, come on, guys, give me some more runs. Right? one nothing for Flaherty. Flaherty's doing great, by the way. Uh, only 30 pitches. And he's in the bottom of the third. 18 of those were strikes. So we'll see how he does uh, the rest of the way out. Okay, speaking of Flaherty, let's talk a little bit about the postseason roster. I think it's no question that your game one starter is going to be Jack Flaherty. Right? Do you want the ace of your staff to be at the front of that rotation when you start that division series against the Braves? And we're going to go ahead and say the Cardinals are going to win the division because that's what's going to happen. So you got him up. Easy pick, number one. Who's your number two? And I, and I mean that. Who, who's your number two? The obvious choice might be Dakota Hudson. Right? Well, Adam Wainwright's not that great on the road. It's, it, I mean, he's been better over the last few starts, but he's not that great on the road here lately. So, you play game one. How, how's that split? How's that split out? Game one, game two. Would be, would be in Atlanta, 3-4 and four St. Louis, and the last game would be back in Atlanta. Is that how that plays out? All right, so if that's the case, if that's how that works out, for some reason I, I guess I had it backwards in my head, um, then I think you most certainly want Dakota Hudson as your game two starter. And then after that, uh, I believe you, you probably want Wainwright to start the first game at home. And uh, once you're at that point, you got Michaelis. And then I believe you might be able to start the rotation over. Michael Waka needs no part of the rotation going through the postseason. I know he's been okay over the last couple of starts. But he doesn't need to be anywhere near the rotation as we go into the postseason. So my first question I I pose to you. What does your postseason rotation look like? The order, who pitches when? I think we're all pretty much in agreement that Flaherty's going to be number one. And then you've got Hudson most likely number two, right? So who do you got? Let me know. 615-499-6690. If it's me... Flair, like in this series with, with Atlanta, that'd be coming up October. Flaherty Hudson, Bueno Michaelis. 
Wayno kind of there in the middle. Uh, Michael is, has been a little bit worse than Wayno. So maybe he's your fourth guy that you bring in if you need him. Uh, but definitely not Waka. 615-499-6690. What does your postseason rotation look like? That's what I want to know. Uh, thanks for listening, by the way. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day, especially as we barrel towards October. Uh, do want to remind you, be sure to check out Vivid Seats. All right? Vivid Seats is awesome. They can help you make a memory that lasts a lifetime. All you got to do is get the Vivid Seats app to help you get your favorite tickets to your favorite live event. The best seats to your favorite event. Enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. You can't beat that. All right, coming up in our next segment, we're going to be talking about who's going to play in the outfield for the Cardinals next season in 2020. Well, I got an idea. I want to see what you think about it. That's coming up next. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, especially as we head into October. Your St. Louis Cardinals are well on their way to being National League Central Division champions for the first time since 2015. And there's been a lot of help out there. You know, they went out and they got Paul Goldschmidt, who has been a catalyst for this team offensively. He may not have been exactly what we all were expecting him to be. And to be honest, I'm, I'm starting to wonder how fair that might be, simply because, you know, he he's always banded around, you know, 280, 290, somewhere like that. Yeah, it's a little bit lower. I think he's at 258, something along the 259. He's batting 259 at this exact moment. However, he's still got you 30 home runs. He's very close to getting 100 RBI. I know those are counting stats, and they're not really all that popular in the analytics world, but still, you're getting some big-time production from this guy in the three spot. We haven't had anybody remotely close to that since Albert Pujols. Matt Holliday gets an honorable mention, but he only he was only like that for a very short amount of time. Now, you've gotten other contributions. You can't overlook Tommy Edmond. You can't overlook what Colton Wong's done this season, Paul DeYoung. 
And you can't overlook the semi-resurgent season from Marcelo Zuna as he enters his free agent year. Uh, used to be a Scott Boris client. Not so much now, these days. Uh, I don't know who his agent is. I thought I saw somewhere on Twitter that he was with the same representation that uh, Yachty was. If that's the case, then he'll probably be a lot easier to sign no matter who signs him, as opposed to uh, the Cardinals uh, attempting to re-sign him when he's with Boris. But who, do you want Osuna back? That's my first question. And you can let me know about this uh, whenever you're answering the thing about your starting rotation going into uh, October. That number is 615-499-6690. Do you want Marcelo Zuna back? That's what I want to know. I put this question out on Twitter. So while we wait for the game, let's say J.D. Martinez opts out of his contract with Boston. Who would you rather have? Marcelo Zuna or J.D. Martinez? Which one? Currently, with 21 hours left to go, <laughs> there's been 42 votes. 67% of you say J.D. Martinez. 33% of you say Marcelo Zuna. Now, one thing I've noticed about Cardinals fans uh, in particular is this idea that we get really nostalgic about our players, don't we? You know, think about when Albert Pujols came back to Bush Stadium. Think about every time you see Jimmy Edmonds and Scott Rowland down on the field wearing a red jacket. Well, they're not wearing red jackets yet, but you know what I mean. Who got red jackets? Maybe they do have red jackets. My brain is in dad mode, so I'm not, I'm not thinking clearly. Uh, we get nostalgic about our players. So this team that has led us back to the postseason for the first time in three years, all these guys are going to have uh, some places in our hearts. They really will. You know, it seems like every Cardinals team that's successful has that spark plug, whether it's a Bo Hart, whether it's a David Eckstein, whether it's a Tommy Edmond, a Pete Cosma, though I believe Tommy's probably a lot better than Pete is. It still maintains that there's probably some places the team could stand to improve. Take a look at J.D. Martinez. Plays left field for Boston. 32 years old. This season, through 554 bats, he's batting 301, a 381 OBP, his OPS of 938. 35 home runs, 100 RBI. Now, you take a look at Ozuna, who's not quite doing that. Marcelo Ozuna is probably, he, he's not far from that in terms of, uh, some of uh, some of his other stuff, but the batting average, the home runs, all that is far, far below J.D. Martinez. Now, Marcelo Zuna is also quite a bit younger, right? Uh, let's see. Let's take a look at what Marcelo Zuna has done this year. He's had 466 bats. He did miss some time. Uh, batting average, 245. OPS, 814 with a 329 on base percentage. Now, he's outperforming his career OPS, but he's pretty spot on with the on-base percentage. The batting average, 
uh, has dropped significantly. His average, his uh, career average, 273. 29 home runs, 88 RBI. And he is uh, quite a bit younger. Going to be 29 years old coming up in this next season. So a couple of pros and cons between the two of them. Ozuna, of course, like we said, 28 going on 29. He'll turn 29 uh, here in just uh, a couple of months, November the 12th. Could still be entering his prime. A lot of people expecting to see a big season come out of Ozuna. And, uh, you know, given what the free agent market's like, you're probably looking at a three-, four-year deal for Ozuna. Maybe it's 16, 17 million per on average. Uh, JD Martinez, if he opts out, and I, and honestly, uh, was it was a big time baseball that podcast with John Hayman, Scott Boris was on there, and, and the way he was talking about Martinez, it sure does sound like Martinez is about to bid adieu to the uh, Red Sox. Thirty two years old, still mashing. Now, the, if the Cardinals were to take a look at him. There is a couple of things that you have to bear in mind. You got Goldie, who's uh, 32. Uh, you got Martinez, who will be 33 come August. Basically, Martinez and Goldschmidt are going to be turning 33 right around the same time. But the production from those bats, man. So what's it going to take to get J.D. Martinez? Well, if it's going to take three or four years at $17, $18 million per for Ozuna, you're probably looking at at least 20 to $22 million per year for J.D. Martinez. And you're, with a Scott Boris client, you're probably looking at a five-year deal. Let's just let's just let's just be conservative. It'll probably be more than this, but you're probably looking at about a hundred million dollars over five years. Minimum. Like that's the minimum. Uh just given his age and the free agent market and all that. I don't know that he should opt out, but he might. So when I take a look at it, and this, and this is just from a fan's perspective, this is just what I'm thinking. To me, you gotta go with JD. You got some young outfielders coming up. And while you're waiting to see what those guys are, you got something bankable in J.D. Martinez. Even if next season, and granted, some things get suppressed a little bit at Bush Stadium because it's more of a pitcher's park. But even if those numbers get suppressed a little bit, let's just say he still hits 100 RBI, let's say 32 home runs, bats around 280. You still, it's still better than the production you're going to get from Ozuna. Nothing against Ozuna. I like Ozuna. Ozuna had the one big year in Miami, and that's why he got traded to the Cardinals. Hit 37 home runs, batted, what was it, like 320, 330-something? J.D. Martinez, far more consistent. When he was on the block, when he was with the Tigers, before he got traded to the Diamondbacks, I wanted the Cardinals to get him then. When he was in the free agent market, I don't know why the Cardinals didn't at least test it out. And then, then they may they may have talked to Boris about it. They may have said, hey, you know, done their due diligence to see what it would take and passed on it, at least at the time. But if the Cardinals, if the Cardinals go deep in the postseason, see National League, 
let's say they go six, seven games in the National League Championship, Championship Series, or they let's say they make it to the World Series. I don't know how this front office does not upgrade at a couple of key positions. Now, the only thing I want to say about signing J.D. Martinez might be the fact that it might hamper them from signing Garrett Cole, which should be the number one target for this team in the offseason. That aside, laying it all out there, J.D. versus Ozuna, I think you got to go J.D. Martinez. I'd love to hear if you agree or disagree. Let me know, 615 499-6690. That's the number to call. 615-499-6690. Before we wrap up, it's the bottom of the fourth. And uh, I'm not saying anything, if you know what I'm saying, but I'm not saying anything. There's a lot of goose eggs along that uh, along that box score for the Diamondbacks. So we're uh, up, up, up. What happened? Oh, Domingo Labo walked. There, see, I got to shut up. <laughs> all right rate review and subscribe to us on uh, google and apple Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, everywhere you listen to your favorite shows uh give, give us a call 615-499-6690 to leave a voicemail you can also shoot us a text there and uh yeah we would love to hear from you you can follow me on twitter at mike's on first and uh with the shows at locked on stl and uh oh Last thing about this Ozuna deal. I forgot to mention this. We got a tweet from at Meathers underscore. Your fact-checking cuz. I guess I'm just saying that. Ozuna just hasn't performed like he was since he came over from Miami. His stats aren't horrible, but has he shown he's worth holding on to? Is two years enough time? I think we could use the money somewhere else. Well, Meathers underscore, I'm right there with you, my bud. All right, I'm getting out of here. Let me know what you think. Martinez versus Ozuna in the offseason. What do you think what kind of money do you think it's going to take? Uh, let me know what your postseason rotation looks like as well. Hopefully the Cardinals hold on for another win, reduce that magic number to two, and we shall see what happens. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.